Hey everyone, Tyler here. We found it. We found the lost episode and we wanted to get it out to you guys before it got too dated. I want to say this takes place two weeks into our four week hiatus we did. So nothing's really current, but we thought it was a pretty solid episode and we hope you guys enjoy. Thanks. She lets us know. In progress. She lets us know Josh is keeping all this for the, the case he's building against us. Yes. You guys he's will, secretly a fed. You guys will receive uh papers in the mail in the next few few days. Just uh be ready. A federal indictment for things I said in the Xbox Live party. <laughs> in case anyone was wondering, we still do a podcast. It's only been two weeks. Yeah. The last two-week break we took, though, was, like, holidays. holidays. Yeah. This was just everyone's this was... person. This was everyone's personal lives came crashing down. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Or Well, this is post-holiday break. Yeah. You Mid- can call it, call it whatever Mid-quarter. you want. It's called seasonal <laughs> depression, Josh. That's oh, what that's what it is. Yeah. Um, we can blame the blizzard, right? There was a blizzard a week ago, so we didn't record oh. for two weeks. <laughs> we couldn't get to our, our big studio that we use. It's right. called. It's just called living in Ohio during the winter. Can we talk about that though? How it was fucking fifty-three degrees the other night at midnight. I was standing out in the smoke deck enjoying my life, and last yeah. night everything yeah. was frozen to the ground. Yeah, I, was... I got out of the car and got pelted with uh, sleet, which yes. felt like it was like cutting my face open. Well, so Thursday, so Wednesday, it was like it was nice. It was like fifty-five. No rain, a little bit of overcast, mostly sunshine. You're like, hell yeah. And then Thursday, it's like, I'm going to rain all day. And they're like, okay, but it's still like 57 out, so I guess I can deal. And then this morning, I try to go to my car, and it's encased in ice. And I'm, uh, sad panda. I think that's worse than snow. The encasement of ice is definitely worse than snow. It, it is way, have... way more inconvenient. Yeah. I have weak-ass door handles. So I have to like pry my door from the top so I don't rip them off. You just rip the fucking door handle off. And like, yeah. Did you ever replace the one for the outside screen uh, door? I, Did no, you break it no, again? Oh, no, yeah. I didn't replace it. No. That's really funny. But when my when my truck is frozen shut like that, I always open the passenger door first. Oh, so I, yeah. I break the handle off. It's not my driver's <laughs> side handle at least. Uh, yeah, I remember that. I remember when uh, the guy didn't wasn't an affair that uh not an affair but a fair that broke the uh handle off of your passenger door yeah it was um it was my my gaggle of drunk people yeah. the one that they tipped me um so basically i pull up to the bar right and they all get in and i have to have a silverado it's not a crew cab but like it's like a half cab so i have two rows of seats but it's like six full-grown people in the Silverado, and like the, the biggest one is behind me. He's bigger than I am, and he sits behind me with the least amount of room. Ridiculous, bad choice, sir. I'm not moving. Sorry, <laughs> I'm the driver. Um, I've, but I've, they're all—you've you, heard this story, yeah? They're all fucking bitching at the girl that ended up sitting up front because she made them miss their first Uber, right? And she keeps like pointing at the guy behind me and like smacking me in the shoulder. 
She goes, I'm sorry. And then she does it again the next time she points. And finally, she just points at him and says, don't you ever fucking talk to me again. And the car just goes silent. So I don't know the dynamic between these people, but like that, a bomb just dropped, right? They were all screaming and now it's silent. And the big guy behind me taps me on my shoulder and I'm like, yeah. And he hands me a $20 bill and he says, I'm sorry about this. And then he just starts fucking screaming at her. He said, bitch, all the things I've fucking done for you and you're going <laughs> to talk to me like that. No, you don't talk to me anymore. Like he was just letting her fucking have it. Man, for another 20, he could have punched her and I probably wouldn't have said anything. <laughs> then i don't know then she when she got out the door handle was on the floor so and i mean i i didn't do anything the truck didn't do anything in retrospect that's a pretty cheap bribe so yeah i should have asked for more i should have i should have like hey hey let's let's kick that up to a benji well i didn't want to direct all the energy in the car at myself so I i was happy just to get something out of it did they have uh did they have Write like where you can rate your writers. Yeah, you should have given them one star. I should have, huh? Should have. I mean, I was just like twenty dollars, and Uber can't take any of it. Yes, please. <laughs> yes, please. I, I uh, tip on for a like, five dollar drive. I think it was our senior prom. I piled like six people into a four seater Mustang convertible. Holy shit! Yeah. <laughs> It was a fucking spicy drive home. Um, every time I think of prom, I think of a story a drum tech told me once. He was teaching us how to play bass drum, right? And he thought he was cool as shit. He told me for his prom, he got, you know, like a really expensive tux. And then while all of his friends and his date rode in a limo, he rode behind them on his street bike. He said he felt like James Bond. And I just think that's so fucking cringy. <laughs> <laughs> he said i had my suit on and my helmet man i was badass that's so funny (laughs) you're talking to you're talking to children right now (laughs) you know that right (laughs) if if me as a freshman in high school i don't think that's cool i don't know who else is gonna think that's cool (laughs) i mean the the parents who spring to get their kids a limo um for prom tells me everything i need to know you know they're they're just <laughs> they're just a bunch of fucking tryhards trying to make um, their kid look prestigious. He got fired the next day, right? Because he was just mean. He would just did something that I think was mean for no reason. So we were playing, and he's like, "Take a a long water break." It was like twenty minute water break, which is unheard of. They're usually like five, you know. And he is just telling everyone, "Drink, keep drinking, drink some more, drink some more," like forcing water onto us. And then he's like, "All right, breaks over." go run around the parking lot five times and then do 25 push-ups. And we did not do physical conditioning at this time. Like that was, uh, we just didn't do it. So it was like, so out of the blue. And then after he forced a bunch of water on us, he made us do this, man. He got, when our instructor came back out, he got his ass ripped in front of us and sent home. Hilarious. Fucking hilarious. How funny is that? That's pretty funny. (laughs) Iconic. story that's a that's a good like karma story i like that yeah yeah teach Um, him to make a fat boy run yeah fuck that yeah fuck that (laughs) i gotta carry these heavy drums you were were like the you're like the kids from the movie heavyweights (laughs) with ben stiller (laughs) Uh, well i guess it's that time welcome everybody to tj and in show tyler here with josh and nick we're all together it's pretty great. I'm great. How are you guys doing? 
Namaste. I'm uh, I'm okay. I'm pretty great, I would say. On a fine Friday evening, freezing it, cold outside. This is, oh man, this is like our first episode all over again. Oh, pretty much. The draft. <laughs> yeah. You just basically just start all over. Uh, every time that you have a break, you start from episode one. Should, we should we should name this the new episode one. No, we are way less organized than we were for episode one. <laughs> we were we, we were like notes we, and a production call. We, we were like little robots on episode one, and now we're just now we're just us, and that's the way it should be. Free balling. People need to accept us for who we are. It's I'm good a real content. boy. Do it's, we just? We should do that for the rest of the podcast. Just little quips. We take turns just saying little one-liners. Yeah, yeah that's little, good content. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> the um, one-liner show. Oh, so do you, whose line is it anyway? That's what we should play. Uh, so, do you guys ever feel like you're being constrained by your environment? You mean watched? No, I mean watched. Yeah, but like. Maybe an entity bigger than yourself is forcing things on you that you're not a fan of, whether it be chemtrails or 5G waves, or maybe even a um, anti-vaxxer. Anti-vaxxers, that's what we're talking about. I mean, if you guys ever feel that way, I have a place for you. It's called (laughs) El Paraiso Verde, um, or the Green Paradise in Paraguay. 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 Is it Paraguay or Paraguay? Paraguay. Whatever you whatever you want it to be, baby. <laughs> uh we don't we so do this... not frown upon speech impediments or disabilities. <laughs> we are um handy accessible. We are. We have a ramp and everything. <laughs> ADA uh, approved. That's just, amazing. Just slide right up the ramp. Uh so um Tyler. I have a few questions. Shoot. Um, is this a uh is this Paraguay uh village? Is it thriving or is it just a bunch of rednecks out in the middle of nowhere trying to survive? I'm gonna be honest, it looks like they're thriving. I spent about two hours on their YouTube channel, or maybe about ten videos, something like that. And it looks like it the, their video production is on point. It looks really good. Um it looks like I don't know. It looks like a cult. That's what. That's all I can think of. It's like it's the place is designed with what feels like the Fibonacci sequence in mind. It's like a bunch of like circular paths with like small lakes in the middle and like farmland and houses around them. You know, pretty. It's pretty. Pretty look. It looks chill. Looks like your your standard commune. You know. Well, you know, you so, gotta paint. You gotta paint a pretty picture to lure people. Yeah, in. it it looks very peaceful. It looks as peaceful as they describe it, but I'm sure there's like some beatings or sexual abuse under the under the cover somewhere in there. Oh, it's always under the hood. Uh-huh. It's, it's in the fine. Hood. It's in the fine print of the contract. So on their their website, it says that they're establishing a private colony with urban, suburban, and rural infrastructure. Lakes, canals, and the water landscapes are being built and expanded upon. Agriculture and grazing areas have been created with room to grow. Our primeval forests will be enlarged through reforestation. So I'm not really sure how like things work. They're pretty secretive. Um, and now that I mean, they went from like I don't want to say secretive, but like no marketing, and then now some major news outlets have picked it up, and they're being. <laughs> <laughs> the best way I can describe is 
snarky about it. Uh, it's pretty awesome. So it's kind of like Tesla. Yeah. You, you no <laughs> no media coverage, and then out of nowhere, now if you own a Tesla, you are the the what do they call it? The cream of the corn or something? <laughs> I want to I want to read part of this blog post right or it's on their their newsletter they have a newsletter and a news network like it's just so many cool vibes Wait, going so we're on talking here. like uh like uh, what is that 10 tv yeah it's called oh. uh paradise green tv actually <laughs> <laughs> is it so is it in spanish um it's a weird mix of spanish and german because it was founded by two German immigrants. Mm -hmm. I, okay, also, I just want to talk about, there's this funny, I was everything, like, they were interviewing these people, and it said, like, immigrant. And it cracks me the fuck up, because, yes, they are immigrants, but it's wealthy, like, white Europeans immigrating to a rural, poor part of Paraguay and basically colonizing it. So I, <laughs> I, wouldn't, I wouldn't say they're immigrants in that, so, <laughs> in that term. Now, is this a hostile takeover, or do they have, like, visas? They have visas. They they like. Do they know, own they, the land that they're yeah, occupying? Yeah. Do they own it? I think the couple that like started it does own it, and they give off real cult leader vibes. But the man also kind of gives off Joe Biden vibes. So I'm not sure if he's the real figurehead or if she's the real figurehead. I haven't done too much research to figure that out. Yet. Well, as as we have discovered with our own government, um, Joe Biden is a puppet. So the man probably a puppet, and I'm a patsy. <laughs> and then the female, uh, also known as our vice president, is the uh, puppet master. So I foresee the same situation going on there. So Forbes, Business Insider, and USA Today picked this up, right? So they say we are famous overnight. We're famous, but please, no star hype, no paparazzi, no groupies, no autographs either, please. We're, we're just normal people, just like you. I mean, you, the other normal people. Actually, we just wanted to come to Paraguay to have our peace and do our thing. But who has peace if he wants to do something positive for other people? Not yet happening on planet Earth. For a few days now, we've been getting advertising that cannot be paid for with many millions of euros or dollars. The initial media campaign against us in The Guardian cost those who actually believed to be able to harm us with it a high, high six-figure dollar amount. And then we came on TV, Te Guess at You. I'm not good at Spanish. Spiegel, Stern, and even Time Magazine. Uh, meanwhile, you can read about us in Hungarian, Norwegian newspapers and everywhere in big articles. It's funny that none of those newspapers have ever been on site. Our message is getting across everywhere, despite shoddy research by these journalists. Quotation marks. Everyone, <laughs> everyone now knows where to go if he or she has had enough of the monkey business in, of Europe, Canada, Australia, or some of the states in the USA. How amazing is they're like so they gotcha. utilize big picture words like here on earth and that definitely gives cult vibes. Like that's that's in how to how to be a cult leader 101. My biggest cult vibe I get from this is in every piece of like media from them I've consumed, you get this feeling as of like you're not part of something like there's something like that you're not a part of you know yeah. what i mean like they all know something that you don't right like they're not they're no longer part of the human race they are their own entity it's hey this could be aliens i'm just saying i mean we could we could see our first our first uh uh actual so, attempt at civilization for aliens and they just chose paraguay 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 yeah they, i mean they they take everybody you know 
but they don't take a stand on anything. They're too in like in their infancy, I think, to make big stands. So they they put they point out that they're not corona deniers. Uh, according to our current mainstream science, viruses exist, and so does the coronavirus flu virus. We insist that everyone has the right to freely choose their treatment and the treatment of their children. And then they go on to to like just uh, expand on that, saying we're not we we COVID's real. We just think you should be able to you know treat how you want. But and obviously you you should. But like there's more sinister stuff behind this. Um, and then they go into you know. We're not anti-vaxxers. Refer back to the Corona statement. So they're not anti-vaxxers, but they they self-proclaimed. That doesn't mean that's their actual philosophies. Exactly. Yeah. Well, I mean, so I know it's it has to do with this a little bit, but if you think about it, if you are if you send your kids to a public school, they have to obtain some type of vaccination shot records. Uh, to go through public schooling systems, otherwise you can send them, you know, homeschool them or whatever. And it's the same. It's the same situation here. Nobody's forcing you to get to get a vaccine. Either you comply with your uh, working arrangements, or you find a new job. And for them to move out of their country, I think that's a little crazy. I'm looking at their mission statements here, right? And it says that they have a university that will pioneer research in the direction of its namesake, which is. Uh, Schauberger Tesla Reich University of El Paseo Verde. I I butchered those names. I know, but uh, that's interesting, right? So, I mean, what 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 kind of degree can I get from that university? Um, well, right now they have a faculty of science, agricultural sciences, medicine, law, philosophies, and humanities, musicals, music, and arts. Uh, what's the what's the uh, member number up to? I could not find it anywhere on their website. Of course, it's probably they're, they're not. Yeah, gonna, they're not going to. Yeah. They're not going to disclose. The that. most I could yeah. see is in in their blog post. They say we have we had four new families move in just three days ago. I like this though. It says part seven: financial self sufficiency. The green paradise is entirely self funded. It is being built and managed without borrowed capital or loans. So that's saying like you're paying for it when you come. We need your money. Yeah. Yeah. Well. Yeah. The stipulation of you of you staying here is for you to hand over all of your money, and then we'll take care of you. Yeah, yeah. You'll yeah, live yeah. off our, you'll live off the land. You'll do your chores and and give back to our community. I mean, I guess you know. Um, in my opinion, I, they're not hurting anyone as of as far as we know. Um, it sounds like people like minded individuals who are maybe not. Maybe they're not completely fueled by the whole COVID thing, but maybe that was, you know, the straw that broke the camel's back. And, you know, if if they're doing everything legally as far as the land they've obtained and have a legal status in the country in which they are residing in, then and they're not harming anyone or breaking any of, you know, the domestic laws there, then, yeah, whatever. Um, From what I've seen, it seems like the... the- at least the local government does not mind to the slightest. I imagine they're getting a pretty sizable kickback and, you know, taxes and everything from this place. So, I mean, I, I mean, I agree. It's just, it's really fun to talk about, you know, until until they start abusing each other. It sounds like Nick is on board for the cult. Well, Hmm. listen, listen to this. Okay. Here, two things from their founding couple page, right? The intro is, 
We are simply two people who have cherished who have cherished the desire for freedom and independence for many years, and instead of complaining about the progressively worse circumstances, have simply looked for solutions and created an alternative for everyone who wants a life free from foreign infiltration, tax pressure, pressure, and bureaucracy. Yeah. And then down here a little later, it says, we are not gurus. We are not cult leaders. We firmly reject that. We are like among equals. We are all divine creatures under one Lord, God. Nobody is better than the other. We neither want to lead you nor schoolmaster you, we, nor do we strive to be seen by you as VIPs. Well, you know, religion is just legal cults. So. Yeah. I mean, if you have to say you're not a cult leader, you're probably a cult leader. You are definitely a cult leader. And then to reference, you know, the divine we are just one community under God, and you're you're a cult leader. I mean, and but at the same time, you can basically look at Americans that way too. To take a quick two steps back, I am not. For one, I would never leave the country over the reasons these people have left the country. It would take <laughs> it would take a lot more for me to make that decision. What would it take um, though? I mean, all I was merely trying to say is that these people are exercising a right within the means of the law, so I don't see a problem with it. However, that does not mean that I personally would do it or condone it as far as, you know, as part of my lifestyle. Um, But for me, I mean, I don't honestly, Josh, I don't think there's anything that you could do to, um, uh, you know, make me want to leave the country. I mean, honestly, if if shit hits the fan, it's not like you're going to be able to get out anyways, unless you go to Canada or Mexico. And most likely, if shit's hitting the fan, it's doing it there too. So there's no point in leaving. Um, we live, you know, a lot of people think we're a suppressed society, but we honestly, you know, we don't know how the other half lives because most of us have never experienced it. So I mean. And, and from what I have heard from, you know, personal stories of people who have traveled outside the country, while there are other places out there that are beautiful and great to see in our tourist attractions, we, uh, we definitely have a lot of better systems in place uh, as far as convenience and luxury and all those other things go. For sure. Clean water, clean water on, a, yeah. on, a, on an average scale, you know. And. And, and the thing that people have to realize is outside of that tourist trap that you're in is all the despair and the and the actual shit show of that country. And it's, a, it's the same thing here, though. I mean, outside of uh, Columbus, Ohio, Cedar Point, you know, those those things, you see all the other shit like, you know, you see the struggles with drugs, you see all the, the you know, the deteriorating, excuse me deteriorating um jobs and and the economy and everything like that like you know how big of a change it was to move from a huge tourist city to back here <laughs> like oh i'm sure it was a bit of a culture shock yeah um but you know let's use uh let's let's use a foreign country um real quick as a example uh let's let's just use a, a really kind of hyped destination right now dubai for instance huge ultra modern city their police cars are literally lamborghinis i was just reading that today uh and and the city of dubai in and out of itself uh fascinates me because of how big of an attraction it is with just the amount of you know high level stuff you can do there and um you know i think in that regard 
um, you, you see this huge cityscape with these, you know, buildings that break records for tallness in the world. And, um, and then you, 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 you move a little bit out from the radius of the epicenter of all that, you know, tourism and excitement and it's oil fields and run down, you know, outskirt towns and desert. Um, and it's literally always like Dubai is famous for its, um, smog and haze and they quote unquote clouds. Um, and it's all just produced from all the fossil fuels that they're literally digging up in the background. And cloud seeding. Yes, right. They're seeding the clouds with carbon. Um, So, and I mean, they're exactly right. You're, I mean, another good example is Cancun. It's a fantastic resort for or a place for people to go and visit, Mm -hmm. but outside leave the resort. Only, (laughs) yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Like you cannot leave those resorts outside of the resort. You will. You will experience. You shall real, perish. <laughs> you'll experience the real. Um, that's how civilization head, that's, or this, seriously, that's how you get your head chopped off in Mexico. Yeah, okay. I mean, I mean, literally, it's as simple as that. And it's just crazy that people like. And it's the same with the states. You go to a different state, and you everything changes. Everything changes. It just you never realize. I mean, the company that I work for had to give me a cost of living raise due to me changing states because outside of the tourist area in South Carolina, the rest of the state is, is poor. It's yeah. extremely poor. Yeah. But a, where I lived was just stupid expensive. Yeah. That's a crazy thing. It's like people think cost of living is like this universal like number, but it really isn't. It depends on what state you're from. And then more, more importantly, what part of that state you're living in. Exactly. If you if you live in LA in California, you're you're in one of two places. You're either living on Skid Row in a box, or you're living in a high rise that you pay three grand a month for. Um, there's like no happy medium there. Yeah, exactly. But, Skid Row is growing exponentially right now. <laughs> yeah, it is. It is. They had to clean up. They literally had to do like a full flush and clean out of the entire stadium for the Super Bowl last weekend because they had a bunch of um squatters and trash and just all this other shit surrounding the stadium but they're like oh shit the super bowl's coming here in two weeks we better start cleaning up our mess so people think we're not just a bunch of you know fucking dirty hippies you know um but that's how it is and you know you go you head north into the countryside or what you know the red you know the red uh red tree forests and the emerald triangle I mean, your cost of living probably um, drops significant. Um, Fun and, fact. And then the fact that you live in like wildfire zones too, I have to imagine affects. Yeah, I would imagine. After the Super Bowl, they have to tear the field up and the NFL takes it so they yeah. can sell it. Isn't that crazy? Do you know that every play has a different ball? Really? Mm-hmm. They swap out balls on every like down. That is fucking bonkers. It just tells you how many balls are in a single game. Um, I just think it's funny that the Bengals get in there and what they're going to be remembered for is that obvious penalty that didn't get called on camera. That face mask, yeah. Uh, that's so funny. Yeah, well, they got payback later on in the game, like in the crucial moments of the game. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Rams got away with a pretty pretty nasty uh, penalty. And if you pretty ask nasty me, hold. And if you ask me, that was just 
the the, the scale the game. The, that was the scales being balanced for what happened mm-hmm. and not i mean it was a sick play to come right out of halftime and just bomb the you know ball downfield and get a touchdown but the reality of the situation was is that that should have never happened but it happened and it got missed and you know when it really counted you know a really important call got missed for them and a lot of people have scrutinized the entire officiating of that Super Bowl. And honestly, I, I was fine with it because, you know, I, I was like, let them play. They're playing. Yeah. They're playing for a world championship right now. Don't babysit them. Let, <laughs> let, let them, them play. Let them play. And you know what? They let them play. And I think we got the right result. Uh, as much as it pains me to see an Ohio team's dreams be crushed uh, again over and over again i'm not even a Bengals or browns fan but i was rooting for the ohio team obviously because right. that's my home state i was like it would be cool to see an ohio team bring a super bowl to uh the state and obviously that that was crushed once again i mean they they came out of they literally came out of the woodwork this year and they i mean this is the first time since their last their last uh choke game that they had in the 80s and then you know to get back out there i mean there was it was exciting to have you know to have that because we know that the browns still have a little little more ground <laughs> to make up to to get on that level but it was exciting uh i didn't that's, i didn't get to watch a, anything that's just a permanent status for the browns no they they've actually gotten a lot better over the last three to four years a lot better, but I mean, I hopefully I'll be able to see them attend the Super Bowl once. It doesn't matter if they win or lose as long as they get to play. So, but yeah, I I just like I like talking about the changes of of everything compared to you know where you are and then where you go if you leave. So I think it's a it's a good good little conversation to have. The Browns have had twenty two quarterbacks in twenty years. That's awesome. They've also had how many <laughs> head coaches? <laughs> Just as many. Yeah, yeah, pretty damn close. Pretty damn close. So, but yes, uh, Cancun, Dubai, those are great examples of the same of the same thing. Now, but Tyler, if you had a if you had to put it on one thing, what what would make you leave the country? What would make me leave the country if Hillary Clinton was elected president? No, I'm kidding. I'm- <laughs> <laughs> Actually, you got me on that one. I would leave for that one. <laughs> um, and I'm not a Republican. I just hate the. Bitch. She was well, close. I think, I think she might end up like Obama. It might be more dangerous to be someone else in another country than it is to be an American at that point in time. Yeah, but, for sure. Yeah. I don't know what would make me leave the country. I kind of am of the belief that this place sucks dick, but it sucks the least amount of dick. So it's like. This is the, what do they call it? The lesser of two evils? It's like, it's not perfect, of course, but I would say it's the best option out there. Tyler, you and I actually talked about this in the last um, dumpster fire you and I did uh, uh-huh. two weeks ago. And it was all about, um, we we touched briefly on the amount of defense spending that just disappears into into the wind. <laughs> and how, and how we- and, and trillions and, of dollars. And how we have a firm belief that some of that money is going to a cause that none of us know about. That's going to and, keep us and, safe. And, and that and that and that gives us this warm feel, like this warm fuzzy feeling of like, like untrusted like safety. Like 
I, I like to think that we have some sort of super weapon that no one knows about. And like at the flick of a, you know, at the drop of a hat, we could just win the forever. war. We could win the entire world forever. Just, yeah. Just imagine <clears throat> Russia longs all of his newts, right? Joe Biden comes on TV and says, the American people, Russia has just launched a full scale nuclear attack on us. But, um, uh, are you getting smart with me, boy? And then he, he, he clicks a couple of keys and then all the nukes just turn around and go back to Russia. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I was more thinking he comes online and just says, you know what? We've been working on this for a while and just a big old force field. Pink. Ocean to ocean, coast to coast, game over. Everybody else. He's guys. Like, There's your border wall. <laughs> do, you, do you guys remember Star Wars from the 80s? Okay. We we built we built a we built a dome out of out of uh, and dark matter and 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 and, 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 and space particles. <laughs> the rockets aren't gonna hit us, okay? Oh God! And the feed cuts off because the White House is struggling. <laughs> <laughs> he just he's sitting there talking about it the whole time and forgets to press the button that saves us all. Yeah, that that's the, that's the real fate, right there. We have the tech. We have the technology, but we just were missing just this much of the response time. User error always gets you. Yeah. It's human nature, man. Human nature. Yeah. On on the topic of nukes, World War Three. Luckily, none of us are going to get drafted. Uh, yeah, I'm too old. Too old. You're the only boy. I'm the only child. So, uh, I'm. Well, I'm also too mentally and physically unwell. They won't take me. Yeah, really? you have. He has a. He's immunocompromised. Bro. I don't think they issue you a M16 and an inhaler. <laughs> no, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> no, no sidearm for this guy. Just an inhaler. Oh, how do I become? How do I? How do I do that? How do I become undraftable? <laughs> I bet that's probably trending on Google right now. In case I like telling everyone this now, but in case anyone was wondering, I am in fact thirty years old now. Happy so, birthday! Oh, uh, happy birthday! I'm I'm old, but it's okay. Did you did you feel your body like just start sagging mm. once once you woke up on your thirtieth birthday? No, but my knees hurt. Is that new? In the last week, it, it's, it, it, it was perpetually getting worse throughout my, my late twenties. Uh, okay. Thirty, thirty just solidified it. Uh, so okay. Did your gotcha. will to live increase or decrease? Uh, you know, I I've accepted the uh, the the fate of turning thirty, and you know, uh, I had my coming to Jesus moment, so to say, with it uh, a couple months ago, and I was like, you know what, I just need to accept it it's just a number it's not a reflection of the youth that i embody inside myself or my you know willingness to to live and enjoy life so it's just you, a number do you feel like more of an adult though because I, I can't speak for josh here but i perceive you as more of an adult than either one of us so i um having my first kid really put a nail in that coffin and then the <laughs> second and then the second one just kind of stacked on top of it but you know yeah um i don't know if it's just, i had the same epiphany when i was 25 and i've told the story in previous podcasts uh especially with the one with matt uh when you just kind of start you have these coming of age milestones and like 
this is like the first year that I've been thinking about just some of the most adult shit that I have <laughs> ever done in my life. Taxes. And, and and part of it's like comfort. Oh, don't get me started on taxes right now. <laughs> <laughs> that motherfucking we, government. We we filed that shit on like January twenty second. IRS opened on like the twenty fourth. I can't remember exact dates, but it was mid January to to late January, and they accepted our return like the day they opened. Right, I am. St- still waiting for them to like uh approve it essentially um and i have a lot of schmeckles heading this way you know we popped out two kids we had all these rebates and all this other stuff that we you know were able to claim and yeah we got some, Wait, we you got chose some you chose to redeem your rebates and schmeckles i went yes. for the rupees um that's unfortunate i'm going man. to india schmeckles are <laughs> worth more um off planet at least so um i yeah i've definitely have had a lot more like just adult driven mindsets here lately um definitely uh, i've always carried life insurance and health insurance and everything on me as long as the job provided it but i'm even thinking about like getting into newer policies like like private policies like that i pay out of my own pocket that's crazy so, so that's that's weird and this um, is the perfect time to uh, put in this little ad. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, you can check out Joshua Blosser with Liberty Mutual. Uh, I sell all of your life insurance and car insurance needs. Uh, you can go to libertymutual.com forward slash Joshua Blosser. I hope you know you have to pay Nick and I for that ad because you put it in the middle well, of the podcast I, and not the end. I was, <laughs> I was just actually going to say, Josh, um, I meant it the other week when I said I might be getting a hold of you after I get my tax return. Um, sure. I have I have Geico currently, and I want to see what you could do for me for like Geico <laughs> car, is... car cars and renters. I listen, see listen, that listen, like. listen. Okay, Geico. This is great content. <laughs> It's Geico is is uh, what do they call it? The 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 fucking beached whale, okay? And I am the forklift driver that rams my forks in it and throws it back in the ocean, because Geico is complete garbage and they've uh, requested a twenty six percent increase on all policies. But so, they have a gecko. Yeah. So is that why is that is that why my bill went from seventy one dollars to a hundred and eleven dollars? Yeah, man. They requested for a 26% increase due to claim activity over the last quarter of 2021. That ain't my fault. I didn't wreck my shit. You are <laughs> you are the other people. So you're just a number. You mean, Nick. you mean you mean I'm making up the cost of someone else's bullshit? This is like taxes, man. I fucking hate it. That's, That's how insurance illegal. works. It's not. Well, I mean it is, but it's not. It's not because we, we fall into the the mindscape of insurance. Hey, I got harassed Whoa. by the police the other night. Oh, why? That Me saying that feels illegal reminded me. I was standing out on the smoke deck, you know, taking my union allotted smoke deck, smoke break. We're not unionized. <laughs> I don't have those. I just take them. Okay. And, I know we've, uh, already, um, we've already covered this, buddy. <laughs> a cop, like, will sometimes sit in the parking lot across the street. But he just pulled into our parking lot, right? And there were three cars in the parking lot because there's three people working. And he pulled up bumper to bumper to every one of those cars and used his car's searchlight to look into all of our vehicles. <laughs> and that just feels like harassment to me. I'm trying to work, man. I don't need you to be. How many people are normally there on a nightly basis? 
uh, three to four. Uh, really? And he, yeah. yeah. Maybe it was a new person. We've been running third shift for over a year now, so they well, should, they should know that. He's right. Looking, he's looking for trouble, man. Yeah, I, I mean, know. I might was, have paraphernalia ser- in there. He was searching for. <laughs> <laughs> I said yes. I am a diabetic. <laughs> Speaking of diabetes, gentlemen, y'all need to take care of yourselves, okay? <laughs> because uh, your homeboy got his blood tested, and they said for me to go take a look for uh, type two. That's, that's, so, uh... Yeah, man. What whatever is the opposite of congratulations? <laughs> <laughs> my cons- my condolences. Yeah, just, uh, just rip. <laughs> yeah, all right. Well, yeah. So make sure you take care of yourselves because that's that's important, and uh, you don't want you don't want the diabetes. Okay. Um, also, you can't get life insurance if you have diabetes. So that's true. That's good. Good to know. Good to know. That's true. Um, what happens if I have it and get diabetes and don't tell them? It doesn't matter. You, well, as long as you, as long as you have the policy in place beforehand, we're good. Here's the thing: what you do is you go get a um, a policy. Uh, one, you get the most that you can without having to like have have a wellness checkup. Because <laughs> after you ask for so much money, they're like, "Hey, you got to go to the doctor. We got to confirm that you're yeah. not going to die next week." Um, they actually send the doctors to your house now. They said. Oh, we're going to send somebody out to touch your balls. I hope you're comfortable uh, with that. No, no, I will come to you. It's okay. <laughs> you're not coming to me. That's that's not okay. Um, so, but uh, yeah, they 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 try, they big try hard on that whole you not taking out more money than what you're worth because if they find an underlining condition, if you're oh, yeah. you know, if you're a heavy smoker, if let you're me, diabetic, let yeah. me put it this way, Brianna, okay? has twice the amount of life insurance that that i have out yeah. and i have i have three quarters of a million dollars out right now Holy and shit. she literally she's carrying just under 1.5 okay not that's a lot of incentive that's all i'm saying hmm. well okay but the lower the policy the less incentive look there's calculations that go into this and we're not going to talk about this right now. <laughs> I've been planning. <laughs> so <laughs> not for killing her. Let, put that on the record. That is not, I'm not saying just, I'm going to kill her. Just the timeline. Yeah, we don't, we don't, we don't, we don't, we don't, we don't need a Bob Saget. Like, <laughs> we're, moment here. we're, we're talking, we're talking about like there's calculations and a, and a formula, but I went and got a $250,000 uh, policy and they said, "Oh no, big boy, you gotta you you gotta get fondled by a traveling nurse before we can issue this policy." Male or female? Female. Yeah. Like, <laughs> and I and I was just like, I was like, okay. So then they weigh you, take your blood, they do blood pressure, they do a physical. They bring a scale to my house just to tell me I'm fat. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Good yeah. news, sir. You're obese. <laughs> and. I'm a little salty because I work for this company. I work. So like now let me put this in perspective. This is private health insurance. I mean, private uh, life insurance, seven, three quarters of a million. Okay. So this is private. And then I have 1.25 with work, but that ends when you leave. Okay. So that is, that's how that all works. Now, Brianna, she, she has, 
one just under 1.5 and not a single checkup no blood pressure no weight no nothing statistically women are healthier than men that's just the way it is that's just the way it is i get that but it's still and why why am i the peak physical form okay (laughs) this isn't even my final form you might not like it but this is what that looks like okay you know it just it's crazy just make sure you guys take care of yourself get life insurance I'm don't trying, have to if trying, you don't take man. care of yourself you can't get drafted into world war three which is about to happen listen Correct. if you never get the blood work done they'll know you never have to know that you have diabetes <laughs> just ignore it put it off until you die <laughs> a young violent death it's it's the same logic with covid testing if you don't test you're not going to have as many positives okay? exactly exactly and i'm this is the last thing I say on it. I still have not got it confirmed yet because I had to get my blood drawn for something else. And they said, Hey, this level is really high. You should go see a primary care physician. I looked at Brianna and I said, this is why you don't go to the doctor. You can't get <laughs> bad news bad if you don't go to the doctor. Just, they're yeah. trying to make money. <laughs> Josh just they injected eating. me with diabetes. Just, Josh, <laughs> Josh, just start eating an apple a day. You'll be fine. Bro. I'm, I'm going to go buy metformin off the street. <laughs> <laughs> go get you some, uh, what do they call it, hydroxychloroquine <laughs> that, you know, they inject horses with. Oh, make, sh- make sure you get the animals. Yeah, we'll get some ketamine sure, rolling over here. Make sure you get the animal strength, though, because that's the one that really kills you. Yeah, you just, yeah. Have, you just have to subtract your weight from a horse's <laughs> weight, okay? And yeah. then... Dilute it, dilute it with bleach. You'll be fine. Oh God. Um. So when do you guys think this is going to kick off? Uh, well, um, it's getting really hot right now. This TikTok I lady say says Sunday. tomorrow because it's like defend the following day or something like that shit in in Russia. Well, so here's what you got. You have the Kremlin coming out saying uh, troops are withdrawing from the border, but every physical piece of satellite imagery proves just the opposite, that they're actually building more up and they are in the process of erecting medical tents. They're building bridges too. Uh, Which is, aka, we plan on needing to treat you know, wounded soldiers because we're going to start shooting shit at the Ukraine. I have a hot take here. I have a hot take. Um, As shitty as it is for the Ukrainian people, it's not worth a World War Three for everybody else. No, it's not. And that is a very, maybe like a, I don't know, an imperialist that is take. But like... The most American with, thing I've ever heard in my life. How shitty things are right now, it's like... We can't afford to fight a war somewhere else like that. Well, what you have to understand is Russia is a country of nationalists. Always has been. Probably always will be. Ukraine is, in part, a large population of Russians. Russians who just stayed in the Ukraine and never went back. Um, Now, quote-unquote, Ukrainians. Um, But they are... um, and I, and I hate to take a nationalist standpoint on really any issue because uh, that's not the foundations of a lot of the practices we have here. But uh, in the sense of whether sacrificing um, our, you know, it, it comes back to like the whole Vietnam thing and the Red Scare. And it's like, 
you know, you're, you're sticking your nose in, in issues that, quite honestly, it, really even Afghanistan, you know, for the last 20 years of occupation there and then the big pullout in 21, um, it comes down to this, you know, this big thing of like, is it worth it? Or are we really contributing something positive here? And at the end of the day, I mean, the Ukraine is going to have to stand on its own two feet and take this you know, this head on mostly by themselves. I know that all the European countries and NATO and everyone else has uh, sent them weapons and surplus and supplies and, you know, this, that, and the other to try and be helpful, but they're not going to send their own troops in. No one is. I do hate, I do hate that though. Like I do hate that. It's kind of like deal with it. Sorry. But like, I don't well, like Russia not, being able to bully the rest of the world they're, doing stuff they're, like this. Well, they're not an official member of NATO, and that's and that's the whole problem with the entire scenario, is that the Ukraine is seeking a seat in NATO, and Russia simply doesn't want NATO moving that far east to its borders. Which is understandable. And, and it would basically be like, let's say fucking china north korea and russia had their own little nato-esque organization and they started expanding into cuba and south america and venezuela and brazil i mean that's a little close to home how how would we feel if we had um you know competing country superpowers if you will moving their nuclear arsenals closer to our borders i would feel a little kind of like like we're being backed into a corner type of deal uh-huh. um and that's where the nationalist side of russia comes in vladimir putin is an ex-kremlin agent he lived through the wall he lived through uh, you know the rise in well he you know the rise in the fall of you know the iron curtain and he you know is at heart a true full-blooded russian regardless if they have a democratic process for um, voting presidents into their positions, they can pretty much stay in that position for as long as they fucking desire. Putin can write a law tomorrow that basically says, I don't have to leave office until I'm fucking dead. Um, <laughs> you know, that's how they're gov- going to put me in a glass box in a their, museum like their, Lenin. Their government is set up to um, endorse and uh, strive on corruption. And you there's know, no, it, there's no checks and balances. No. We should bribe them. That's it. We should just care. pay them not to do it. In the, in the, the same, in the same sense, the United States acts as Big Brother, and in reality, we are the we are the country that the other countries look to for the initial shifting of the weight. We're the so world like, police. Exactly, and it's and it and it comes with the same. Good movie. It is good movie. Uh, but it does come with the same repercussions that we're dealing with now. Like Russia is about to bully this smaller country into submission and take it over and it's going to cause a a, a large conflict. Okay. But hear me out. What does Ukraine border a NATO country? I have no idea actually. Yeah. yeah. If it does, wouldn't a complete takeover of Ukraine accomplish the same goal as ukraine joining nato yeah but it would be russia asserting itself and i think you would see hopefully his his plan his idea his strategy is to probably to one flex a little bit 
and two, watched NATO run away with its tail between its legs. Um, for all the diplomacy they've been throwing at this for the last two months, um, pretty much all of it has all has struck failed. out every every single every single question, and it not so much failed. He's just not coming to the table. He's not coming to the table. Well, to he's wants unacceptable things. Hey, what it's like, you know, the security that are unrealistic. Security guarantees he's requesting are unfathomable. Exactly, it's something just, he knows we just, will not accept. Yeah, he's basically making the deal so impossible to make. That way, he has the excuse to do what he's about to do. I tried. I tried talking to him. I tried. You know, he's going to keep he's going to keep crying wolf saying NATO is the problem and they're the ones that are being aggressive by expanding east. And he's, you know, the one trying to, you know, hold his ground and make sure that he's protecting his country. That's been his stance this entire time. That's not going to change. And, you know, they'll do whatever they have to do to get the Russian people to believe that they did everything in their power to avoid this war, when in fact, they're the ones who are going to start it. In Ukraine, correct me if I'm wrong, Ukraine is not posturing at all, correct? Uh, no. They don't really have troops to posture. They have what no, they have. Their citizens on the are. Yeah, they have like Minutemen or, you know, uh, militia type style. Well, yeah. So, like, their citizens are all like actively um, going, putting themselves yeah. through combat training with assault rifles to at least try and defend themselves. But I mean, Putin has enough tanks on the other side of the border to roll over any, you know, infantry that the ukraine could even hope to uh and that's one of the things the uk actually provided them was with anti-tank missiles see that's one thing i saw was really interesting uh because i saw someone asking why we're not giving tanks and fighter jets and stuff like that we're giving them supplies that are like it's funny we're giving them supplies that are likely to survive the initial invasion because like they're going to destroy all of ukraine's tanks and planes as soon as they can but these ground air missiles and anti-tank missiles are going to be just as good and exactly. less likely to be destroyed exactly where you know russia can coordinate a uh, directed attack for you know planes and tanks and other resources that they have stockpiled up it's just what's going to happen to so are we going to be funding this war are we like if it's we don't be an insurgency on our side yeah 100 so we might not we might not actively deploy troops, but no, I... We're going to indirectly... Well, they're already there to assist and advise non-combat roles. Well, I do know that I think all of the ambassadors have been dismissed from Moscow. Um, all of the ambassadors... Dismissed, they were kicked out. <laughs> yeah, that's a polite way of saying kicked out, dismissed. Um, I know... I think we've pulled everyone out of the Ukraine that we could. There's still Americans over there. Yeah. Um, Just so, like Afghanistan. Yeah. So, I mean, it's, uh, yeah. And, you know, once this happens, and I think this is going, you know, we're going to sanction their balls off. And so is the rest of the, U- or the rest of, um, you know, the NATO countries. And um, I don't think they really even care because it's been proven in the past that it, you know, it doesn't really do anything. Like, okay, you sanctioned us. 
Um, we didn't I, count. We didn't count on you that much, anyways. Um, yeah, I, I mean, don't think that they. I don't think that they they care because I don't think that it affects them the way that it, we think it does. Yeah, it, it's not. It's not. Um, it, there's just not enough incentive. You know, okay, you're going to sanction me while I gain an entire country to add to mine. Um, and that gives him access to the Black Sea um, and all, all the natural resources. All, yeah, and, 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 that, and, that's a big thing. The Black Sea. Russia yeah. only has one port that doesn't freeze over in the winter. Yeah. So that'll, that'll give them another port to use in the winter. Well, and that port specifically through the Black Sea is like the portal to the rest of Europe's uh, shipping lines. Mm-hmm. So, and, you know, whether people do business with them or not in the future, if this all goes down and happens the way they hope it to happen, um, they probably once again still don't care. Now they have a major uh, strategic point um, to, you know, uh, deploy, you know, warships into literally of the major coastal areas in Central Europe. So, and I mean, just based off of the interactions and run-ins that we had, not we, but the British had um, with mm-hmm. Russia's uh, submarines and yeah. warships in the Black Sea in the beginning, you know, middle part of 2021. I mean, that's that shows that this has been in in the works for a while. Oh so, yeah. I mean, not since 2014. Yeah, I mean, at the at the same time, like what happened to the talks of, you know, I, I don't know. I just I feel like there there was a huge game that's been played between the the current presidents. No, sorry, the last president and the president prior. Toilet gate. I mean, what's that? Toilet gate. Toilet gate. That's yeah. all. <laughs> You know, I just um, this this might not be good, uh, but all this existential dread from you know World War Three really makes me feel like Bob Saget. No, that wasn't that wasn't a good one. That's fine because he hit his head and his head probably hurt. And you know, it's fine. It's not funny when you have to explain it. I just (laughs) I soak up the uncomfortable silence. If I, had a, if I had a soundboard, I'd play crickets for you. This is um, for you, JJ. <laughs> <laughs> he said soak up the uncomfortable silence. Uh, yeah, I, th- I think it's going to be interesting to see how it turns out. And I'd not to be that guy, but uh, kind of excited to see some type of conflict come out. Um, and- I follow this guy. That was in the Marine Corps on TikTok. He's not excited for it. He said, some guys in the desert in pajamas almost sent me home in a wooden box. I do not want to fight a formidable enemy. True <laughs> 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 uh, words have never been spoken. Yeah. Yeah. I, I know that it's, you know, unfortunate. And it, and it, really, it really plays in the fact of not wow. here, not my problem. More Honestly. history. Honestly, sadly, I think it's just going to cause a a chain reaction of more events to come. There are two superpowers in uh, Asia, you know, and Europe. Technically, Russia occupies its lands in both um, that want to reshape um, 
you know, the globe right now. And even though Taiwan's just this little speck in the ocean, um, it is once again a a point of strategy for the Chinese. Um, and you know, they I, I think if you see the the Ukraine crisis come to fruition, I think you see a Taiwan crisis come almost immediately afterwards. I haven't even been thinking about that, but that makes so much sense. It makes a lot of sense. Because yeah. like, like, I think we talked about this last time we talked about Taiwan. Yeah. <clears throat> They're going to cause us to split our efforts. We can't save Ukraine and we can't save Taiwan. So we got, we as a country, as the United States have to pick, you know what I mean? And fight a war like that because two front wars get you frozen to death in the, in the middle of Russia. Okay. Well, the one beautiful thing about the Pacific, um, and this comes from uh, mostly from World War II because that was a front that we mostly fought as Americans. Uh, Europe was definitely a, uh, a cooperative effort from allied forces being that of uh, just everything from like, uh, you know, f- French, um, you know, rebel groups, Canadians, uh, Englishmen, Americans, uh, literally everybody pulling you know pulling themselves together to attack from the east and then you obviously had the russians coming from the west boxing in germany um but the pacific on the other hand was pretty much us strong arming the the entire uh you know ocean and island hopping and everything just into our into our grasps and through that victory, of, uh, you know, on the Pacific front, America positioned itself with a lot of points of, you know, strategic placement uh, in and around Japan um, and, you know, Hawaii, you know, and all those other little islands that start to trickle down into the Philippines. So we have a very, very strong naval presence um, just in the Pacific Ocean alone. Um, the problem is, is that it's so large and it's and it's so vast that it's almost too spread out um if if one base in the pacific were to be attacked uh it would require forces from other localized um you know bases to muster to that point and then once you muster you know that thinned out you know army or navy uh your your enemy is obviously on their home turf and now they have the ability to branch out and attack all of your other now less fortified areas so that's kind of like the give and take on yeah. the pacific front now on that note there are a ton of uh reinforcement style response groups uh when it comes when it comes to that though like that's why you're starting to see a lot more joint base instead of single, you know, single bases. Yeah. You start, you, you're starting to see a lot more like, uh, coming bases. From, yeah. Coming from Charleston instead of, you know, th- back in 2005, I believe, uh, it went from na- the Naval base to joint base Charleston. It puts uh, a spot for Marines, the army, and a large portion for the Navy and the Air Force. You're so, forgetting the spooks. The CIA, the spooks, the CIA, the, the alphabet suit people. Yeah, no. Uh, oh, they, they, they have sections on the bases too. You don't know that? 
No, I didn't know that. Stop him. I'm okay. I, look, I, I'll yeah, do some research. Fine. Go ahead. No, go ahead. That's, that's good. No, it's good. We believe you. Um, <laughs> just another left fielder by Tyler Parsons. Everyone, <laughs> golf clap. He, he said. Um, he said. And you know, have you seen that show NCIS? They're you, on that too. You're you're forgetting <laughs> one important factor here: the man. <laughs> Yes, hey, the, hey, the, fed, it's the federal it's federal agencies reside within you know these areas as well. Yeah, we their don't. favorite thing to do is spy on us. You ever heard about that in the news? Yeah, it's called the NSA, buddy. We've known about this for a while. Thank you, Edward Snowden, who ironically has asylum in Russia. Um, but uh, well, that's so, yeah, right. Yeah. Wonder how wonder how they keep knowing how to hack past some of our uh, most you know topply secured fucking servers in the world um weird uh, how that did works you guys, did you guys read about the cyber attack that they launched into uh ukraine oh yeah it's been, hap- it's been happening weekly though they've been getting cyber attacks weekly isn't um, that crazy that was well, wild they said that that was going to be their first sign of imminent attack is they were going to start receiving um a lot of cyber attacks and mm. that's exactly how it's painting out so far so i mean i don't want to call it a cyber attack but did you guys uh were you guys ever affected by the chronos uh no no that was a big thing man you oh, know yeah. you know chronos, millions of people without Cron- paychecks chronos chronos uh they service payroll. yeah they service almost all the payroll for state agencies around the country yeah well people went unpaid for hot fucking months minute. i mean literally months and and Ran- the and ransomware is a bitch yeah, and the checks were being ha- having to be written by the by the state, and you know how it happened though. Do you want to know? How's that? Someone opened an email from an outside untrusted source, and all it took was that one email to so, get com- to get compromised. And they had to like click they on have something. Act- they right? have, yeah, For exactly. Sure. You click on a link or something from an unknown email source and then they have the keys to the kingdom you've just opened the door for them and said yeah come on in fuck me fuck me it's like having a rapist at the door and you know it's a rapist and you're like hi rapist how are you and he's like good um hey i have a little bit of money you want to let me come inside if you just click on this uh this little link i'll hand you the money and you're like okay rapist thanks thanks for the money now come eat my boot hole (laughs) <laughs> uh yeah so i just thought that was pretty wild Damn. wild wild that that's a f- a first line of attack for a lot of countries well it's a way to cripple infrastructure and it's already been proven once in the last year when our we had the uh the oil uh, lines uh the pipeline, were hacked, the yeah. pipeline hack I mean, you you suffered a little bit from that uh, as far yeah. as gas prices went. Um, we are still seeing the repercussions from that. Three dollars okay. over three dollars and thirty cents a gallon. Yeah. Eat my butt. I can't. I paid. Here. I paid three thirty nine at the pump today. It was quite awful. Um, that is crazy. Yeah, I haven't seen those gas prices since I was. A I think I put junior in high school. I think I put thirty dollars on the tank ago. and I got like twelve gallons. It was really depressing. Um, but you know, it's, uh, it's, it, you know, attacking the infrastructure is a lot easier because you can do it all remotely now. Yeah. Well, you yeah. can't fight a war without logistics and without the, the infrastructure, there's no logistics. Yeah. I mean, and then, you know, I know we weren't planning on talking about this today, but I think it's, um, it, it kind of falls in line with just how the world's falling apart. 
the uh the trucker blockade in canada um you know has definitely disrupted logistics and that's a example of uh physical dis- uh disturbance not you know uh electronic um, did you see how they got black masked today or the other day no the police showed up with a fleet of tow truck drivers everybody wearing ski masks including the tow truck drivers and the drivers had their trucks blacked out so you couldn't see their logos to avoid you know uh whatever repercussions or re retaliation yeah. yeah and they arrested the people and towed like 25 trucks away or some shit like that i mean it was like a militarized well, police operation well, well like and that's a, and that's part of your emergencies act uh that justin trudeau uh introduced earlier this week they rolled up dick swinging man um, <laughs> and, and justin trudeau has taken a lot of heat for that decision but uh he he enacted the emergencies act to basically beef up the uh the capabilities of, of the local of, police of, of, lo- of local police um, now a uh, question on that yeah was this coming from the, the canadian side or is this coming yes. from the u.s side yes that's the canadian prime minister justin trudeau yeah so now the this blockade does span over to the united states though it I, don't is, know, I don't know if they cross the border it, it is it is disrupting a major vein into canada from the u.s correct because it's the michigan border right yeah i forget the name of the town i want to say it's like ottawa but it's it's different than that um i haven't paid too much close attention to it until recently when the whole i heard about the whole emergencies act um and the speech he gave you know he said that it wasn't he said it was going to be a um basically a time limited 30 days um, thing it was going to be targeted to region specific areas obviously referring to the blockade area uh you know trying to reassure people that you know he's this act this isn't, isn't going to take stepping yeah this isn't us taking away any of Martial your rights law. this is us trying to restore uh civility and peace to the area that is affected by this they're yeah. planning a protest like that in in, in la in dc oh good for figure well i mean uh they started one in new york last week where uh, a bunch of truckers stopped on one of the main bridges uh in new york and then tuesday of this coming week there's supposed to be a countrywide um blockade of just truckers completely stopping because not only is it the industry requiring vaccines for um, border crossing, but they're also requiring vaccines for the companies because of the OSHA um, implements. So, so that's that was going to lead me to my thing is like, I I guess I didn't understand the full extent, uh, but maybe there's a laundry list of reasons why truckers are getting into. Uh, this frame of mind and i'm thinking it probably has to do with um you know money as well i know the logistical system in the country is being uh heavily pushed right now to try and retain whatever amount of normalcy we can to make sure store shelves are staying somewhat filled but like even when i went to meyer i think it was last weekend um maybe last friday 
uh, I was noticing uh, certain items in the store you just can't find anymore. Um, and since just simply because people are buying all of it and then none of it is being restocked because it's simply not there. Um, and that, that, that in turn is uh, a supply that is a literal example of the uh, supply chain uh, issue that this country is facing that our very own president has already um, deemed has been corrected and handled and that there is more on the shelves now than there ever was last year during you know the supply chain issue um a lot and, more toilet paper and i guess it was two years ago wasn't it uh well we actually had a toilet paper uh shortage 2.0 uh recently in the, yeah in the Just, end of last year yeah to the end of last year beginning of this year yeah. uh people were panic buying toilet paper again because Due god knows Omicron. why yeah yeah which is now um i well definitely already peaked and is on a sharp decline um cdc is actually i think new guidelines are saying something along the lines of uh if you're not symptomatic and test positive you can go to work yep if you're symptomatic you stay home for yep. five days and and the new the new uh requirements as well is they're having you take a COVID test and a flu test. So I had to take both this week when I got tested. Uh, so and I had to take a COVID and a flu test and came back with the flu because it's be, the same signs. This will be an interesting question for you both. Did either of you register for your free federal tests through USPS? The four uh, in-house yeah. thing? Oh, yeah. I should have. I did not. Yeah, did so you? yeah, so um, people aren't going to be able to uh, see it, but I have a example of what it looks like right here beside me. Comes in this uh, um, little blue box. I, I think they sent them out to everybody on Wick. Also, my sister got some and she didn't request it. Yeah, you had she's to, on Wick. You had to physically uh, kind of get. I got the stupid blur on, but yeah, it's just a box of these jinky ass looking COVID tests. Um, I have a lot of experience with the uh, with the buy next now um testing cards um these are what detected my covid and uh ultimately got me um you know to go to get a real test up but um so uh, i i know for for the tests um you had to physically go online and register for them um obviously if you fell outside of the exception of wick and because they already know everything they need to know about you and probably just automatically sent um, that's what i assumed she said she didn't request them yeah no I'm, I'm guessing they probably just went to their wick database and shot them out to those people that's great uh they you know there's a lot of registered addresses out here and um so but alas um a big problem they're having with them is we are seeing a lot of failure rates due to uh, exposure to cold weather ah the tests. that's crazy i mean that's i know they have they have to be made like reasonably cheap to be mass produced like that oh for sure but you would think, 19 like, cents 19 cents on a on a unit that's awesome i would i see i would I, I would love to be able to look up like the actual cost of a lot of things because like i'm curious to see the overhead on some things because it feels a bit excessive 
Well, uh, I can I mean, guarantee you, can you cost if you'd like. Co- cost hasn't gone up whatsoever. No. Cost cost of goods has gone up because of demand. Um and you have more money in circulation than um you don't. <laughs> so <laughs> Uh, basically the depreciation of the dollar has made it less valuable therefore goods have to be sold for more because there are more dollars to be made um and you, obviously supply and demand is a big key in that supply is difficult to um provide right now uh th- this this is the same curve you're going to see in in, in in any industry uh, price of medical cannabis in our state is astronomical because uh, the demand uh, outproduces the supply. So the supply has to be sold off at a higher price in order to maintain a, um, a you know logical amount of supply. If if it was cheap, everyone would buy it, and then the supply would never catch up. The reason prices usually go up is to help wean people off of buying so much of it that way they have more time to produce more the problem is is nothing is getting produced more of because no one's fucking working um and people are having you know really tough time trying to get workers into manufacturing entry-level jobs and 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 that's just a whole nother problem all on its own. That's more of a cultural issue of working in an entry level job in America sucks big fucking dick and everyone's over it. So that's just yeah, um, the quick take question on that. For yeah. You too, yeah. That I hope it doesn't devolve into too much of a topic because I know we're a little short on time. But you have more religious knowledge than I do. Is there a sum of money? Is there a sum of money that is considered sinful to have? Like, like, let's just use a billion dollars as an example. Could you say that's a sinful amount of money to have? If you have more money than you could possibly spend in your life, would yes. that not be like yeah, glut- I mean, gluttonous? Yeah, yeah, so not exactly. gluttonous, but greed. Greed. Okay. Okay. That's actually greed. both. Yeah, it's good. Um, gluttony and greed. It's overindul- that over and I- overindulgence and, and greed, you know, uh, hoarding anything. Elon Musk is going to hell. Oh, most of them are, buddy. Well, um, and on a really on a religious standpoint uh owning items gets you around like if you were so if you were to register with the, with the parish like like i have they send me these uh weekly envelopes and i'll just you know it's not a rule it's not a written rule but it is a unspoken rule that you're supposed to donate 10 percent of your uh of your earnings when yeah. you when when you know, the parish sends out the uh, weekly contributions. So I don't. I'm just going to be completely honest <laughs> with you. I don't. Well, on churches, and Tyler and I talked about this when we talked about religion, churches demand the same thing of their uh, full-time, you know, attendees. Yeah. As, you know, 10% of your yearly wage should be coming to the church to help keep them afloat. Yeah. The, yeah. the, the problem is, is when you get into those superstructures, uh, super churches, mega churches, uh they you know they're 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 targeting literally the the top one percent um they aren't targeting middle class citizens they're targeting people with a lot of money so they can get more money that's how they become billionaires literally overnight um so yeah yeah, that that all makes sense yes yeah and it just it's when it when it comes down to it 
uh, people get around that on a religious standpoint by owning other items. Like, can, can you own a sinful amount of stocks? There, there's two stocks things. And I'll, I'll put it to you real, real quick and real simple. There are two things you can always guarantee people are willing to pay for their salvation and um oh fuck i had the other one and i just lost it there's a, <laughs> i was there's, gonna say but <laughs> uh there's salvation and their validity humans want two things they want to be validated and they want salvation so uh quick examples of both obviously religion that you have to pay for to be a part of is buying your salvation and two your validity can come in many shapes and sizes it can come through being advertised advertisements are nothing but validating the customer's wants and needs for products that they think they should have and then the another good example of it is therapy therapy is literally you paying someone to validate Validate all of your your feelings (laughs) that is all therapy i am paying you to validate me right now and that's the least they can do. So. <laughs> I know, I know the audience can't see this, but gentlemen, I just want to point this out that I have officially put this screw through this piece of wood with my bare hands. I'm so happy for you. Thank that's you. Impressive. That's Thank impressive. That's impressive. You should, you know what? We should sell it. We should make a store for our <laughs> podcast and we should sell that. So you can like you're part of the episode. Take, take a picture of it and make it an NFT. There yeah. Somebody's gonna screenshot, I know. Um, you guys ready for this? I will Let's do a, a short asshole. I've been screenshotting NFTs left and right, bitch. I'm screenshotting this podcast and it's mine. <laughs> Sell it. Um, um, yeah. Hey, okay. Am I the asshole? Let's do it. I need, I need to clarify. Super Troopers. Is it Farva? Farvi? Farve? What's his name? Don't know. You, you don't know? Okay, we're going to go with Farva. Child services. <clears throat> um, I missed it. This, uh, um, the post was deleted, so I have to piece this together. It says, am I the asshole for not letting CPS and the cops come into my house? No. The answer is no. I don't, like, I, don't like <laughs> I don't like the beginning of this one. Uh, child services and the cops showed up at my house the other day. Some sheriff that looked like Bald Farva from Super Troopers and a brunette that looked like Mrs. Frizzle from the Magic School Bus. I had taken an edible and was deep cleaning my house. I thought the doorbell was a package I was expecting. I wasn't at all expecting to see the police and a social worker, so I was immediately not happy. Mrs. Frizzle said they had a number of complaints against me regarding a child in my care and that they needed to conduct a search of my home. I don't have any children, and I told them that. I don't have a girlfriend with kids, no stepkids, no friends that stop by with their kids. This prompted backlash from Sheriff Farva, basically asking me to prove it by letting them into my house look around. I had to double-check with them that they had the right info maybe the wrong house they said they couldn't provide me with any information i told him they couldn't come into my house frizzle was diplomatic farva flipped between insisting that he could come into my house or that he could get a search warrant to my house they were very persistent but i eventually got them to leave it was kind of ominous i'm certain i'll see them again after relaying the story to my family they think i'm an asshole since cps has a beneficial goal and are underfunded i should have just let them look around to close the books but now they would have to spend more money on me my position is that I don't have to cooperate. I don't even have any fucking kids. I'm not letting the cops into my house because I have a non-zero amount of drugs here. I agree. So I, <laughs> <laughs> I got to say no. I mean, like, if I didn't have kids and CPS was like, hey, we're here for your, you know, kids. 
I'm like, I don't have kids. No, you're not coming in. Exactly. Now, if I have Even... kids and they say they need to come in, then I'm going to let them in. But like pro fed, my, my pro fed uh, uh, background definitely agrees with there's, there's no way like it, there's a, there's a line that, that would be crossed allowing the police and the child protective services to walk into your home without a warrant. Just like there's a line that's crossed when people search your vehicle without probable cause. Uh, I just yeah, like shining a flashlight in my window. Yeah, well, yeah, <laughs> exactly. I that. see. I feel like that. I feel like anything you can see through the windows is fair game. It, that's it, it, was yeah. kind of my impression. Yeah, like of it for sure. But like, I'm talking but, like digging through stuff, you know. Right. You have a right to privacy. You're. You're Once you person, invite them in, anything they find can is, be used against you. Exactly, exactly. So, you know, with the background of him eating an edible, that means he has some type of trace of marijuana possibly on the premises. He said he has a non-zero amount of drugs. So he has an unspecified <laughs> amount of drugs in the house. It's so, more than zero. So, you know... There's it could just get him in in a bind that was could have been preventable by just not letting him in. I mean, I get it. I get that CPS is very not only understaffed but underpaid, and we we experience this issue. But the guy doesn't have any kids. Exactly. That should that should be enough. Exactly. The (laughs) the the initial answer of I don't have kids, and then checking will be like, Do you sure you have the right house? This is you know, this is my name, whatever. And this is the, my address. And I just, yeah, not an asshole. I don't Isn't think, it? No. I think his family is just <laughs> caught up on, I don't know, bullshit. I, I, I do get the sentiment behind that because they're, now they have to spend money investigating you for no reason. But at the same time, that's, I mean, maybe I'm selfish. That's not worth me forgiving my privacy to the feds. I mean, let them investigate you. All they're going to do is run names of anybody that's associated with your address and see, do they have kids? Oh, no. Does, is this man, yeah, has, this, mean, has this man signed any birth certificates? Like, <laughs> I'm, does he have children I'm enrolled curious. in schools? I'm curious if someone called and reported him or if they, if they had the wrong house. Like, because those are like the yeah. two things that someone made an anonymous complaint against that was fake, obviously. Or, or they had the wrong house. Or it was an old address. You That's know, wrong C- house. But. but CPS needing to do a check on kids that, you know, last time they had it was a, an entire year ago. This guy mm-hmm. moved into the place, you know, shortly after that, and they didn't up the address. That that could be what it is. Not returning phone calls, stuff like that. Uh-huh. So they're yeah. going to do a well. That's, so, I mean, yeah. coming in force with the police makes that, that would make sense to me yeah. as they're just doing like a standard wellness check. And, and you know, um, bringing up the point of like i don't even have a girlfriend that has kids it, you know it could it could have been you know them looking for a female whether he be the boyfriend or whatever and going that route so yeah um nick disappeared do you want to do a you want to do another one uh sure let's do it oh man why are all these posts getting deleted no well let's keep talking about this while i find it so i just feel like even if you were a squeaky clean citizen, I just don't trust the police enough to like come in, you know, like just, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know. Um, here I found it. Okay. Now there was an edit at the, at the end of this post that I have to paraphrase because of the post was deleted. Right. But it's, it's kind of the whole kicker of the whole post. So I'm a little buttered about it. 
<clears throat> mom of two teen girls here, eldest 16, recently decided that living with us half-time is too stressful and decided to live with her dad full-time. This stress cropped up after she got into a semi-normal but fairly major teen girl trouble and faced reasonable consequences combined with some newfound political views that are unacceptable in my home. She has recently been willing to come to our house for visits, but after refusing to do so for two months. Cue to myself, my husband, and my other daughter working to save and plan for a vacation later this year. We're not wealthy, so this is a special and rare event for my 40th birthday. I sadly realized that it would most likely be without one daughter since she was refusing to speak to me. However, once she heard of the vacation plan, she became adamant to be included, while still refusing to spend a single night per week in my home. I'm now in a complete doubt about booking this trip for someone who does not want to spend time with me, but also wants a free vacation. I can't afford to pay for someone who doesn't want uh, to be there, refuses to go last minute, or even worse, making the trip unpleasant for all of us. Am I the asshole for thinking she should sit this one out? Now, I will, but me paraphrase and preface. Um, that's awkward. Um, <laughs> I, I wonder if he's coming back. <laughs> see you later. Let's see if he says anything. Um, awesome. Um, okay, so for me, I read this as conservative mom, liberal daughter, right? That's how I read it. And I read it as like, my first assumption of this post is that the mom is is like the bad guy right but the edit says that the daughter is racist and homophobic against her like sister that just came out as trans and those are the political views that come out and the normal teen behavior specified was smoking weed skipping class not coming home on time and sneaking out all reasonable teen stuff but i gotta go with the mom on this one and i feel like that's not really my would normal way to side with this kind of stuff i am gonna go 50 50 on this one like there's some portions that she's being an asshole that the mom's being an asshole and i think the portion that the mom's being an asshole on is not including the daughter because of her not spending a night at her house right me me as a parent i would take the gamble and hope that this is just going like this is a chance for us to have a good vacation together and reconnect yeah 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 i i agree with the asshole part there because like also she's a teenage girl when you hit your teens you don't want to spend time with your fucking parents you don't they're not cool and they're fucking stupid they don't know shit (laughs) yeah exactly (laughs) 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 yeah Nick, did yeah. you catch any of those? Any? Uh, so, so I'm unfortunately I had to go play dad. Uh, so I'm back now though. Well, your kid doesn't um, think you know shit. Just so you know. Yeah, well, <laughs> he literally doesn't know shit because he still shits his pants. Um, <laughs> I'm not so, a little man with an unwashed ass talking yeah. to me like that. <laughs> um. So real quick, back to the first one about the uh, the warrant thing. Yes. or them trying to get in the house uh, and because CPS and all that. Um, it, it, in my opinion, like in that situation, uh, I think cooperation would have just gotten you the most like timely result. Like, okay, if you really need the proof here, I live by myself. There's no evidence of children here. Can you please just get out of my house now and leave but me alone? Nick, you let the police in and they smell your weed and then you have a whole other problem on your hands. Well, honestly, if you're inside of your own home and it's for personal use, and it also depends on what state you're in and 
um, you know, it's legal in most of the country now. So I wouldn't really worry about the weed, um, especially if you don't have children. Like he didn't, he didn't specify weed. He said drugs, a non-zero amount of drugs. A non-zero amount of drugs. Okay. Well, the only drug you're really going to smell uh, right off the bat is going to be weed. You're not going to smell pills or powders, and those are way easier to conceal. But I just feel weed. like weed gives you probable cause. If you have your drugs out, you can't be like, give me one second, I got to pick up, then you guys can come in. You know what I mean? <laughs> one minute, please. I have to Okay, well, up. I'm just saying if, <laughs> you know, if the situation wasn't him having drugs on hand, um cooperation is your best bet i would agree sure. with take the drugs out of the situation just let them in look around and yeah what, it's what, what, if you don't you have know. anything to hide what's the issue yeah, well i pro- do have things to hide yeah, thank you yeah. very much Pro- prove your point <laughs> prove, prove your point save everyone some time and get on with your day it sucks that that happened to you it sucks that someone targeted you for you know uh false accusations someone obviously obviously they have enemies and uh they were either falsely identified or someone Long doesn't house. like them well josh yeah. pointed out maybe they were check, doing a wellness checkup on a kid they haven't heard from in a long time and they moved or something yeah i mean the there's, there's, a, there's a lot of stupid possibilities in that regard mm-hmm. I, however i also uh, understand you know the the want to hold your ground and not just let the poe in because they're asking um and then you know in that in that regard i I don't know did they have a search warrant i guess if they had a search warrant they they left yeah Uh, okay well i i gotta i gotta say the dude's not the asshole i agree maybe he could have handled it better but i don't think he's an asshole and that and that and that's where my my line of thinking is with cooperation however if they're trying to come in your house without the warrant then really you can tell them to fuck off that's just exercising your rights it also depends on how they approach me i'm not gonna let a police officer strong army in my own home if i could help it if 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 uh, they're all if everybody's chill like okay uh, unless, I believe you unless they are in. unless they are guns drawn and screaming probable cause and kicking my face in i'm not letting them in the front door yeah um and you already better have that fucking judge fuck that judge fucking signed um warrant in your goddamn hand pressed up against my good eyeball that you didn't fucking just blow the retina out of <laughs> um so hey thanks for not shooting me good job on that yeah <laughs> Just start screaming, I'm white. <laughs> Are you colorblind? <laughs> Are you fucking kidding me right now? The taser? Do you see the color of my skin, asshole? I pay your taxes. Do you know I who I salary. am? Do you know who I am? <laughs> yeah. And then I only caught a little bit of the second one. Something about uh something about a mom. Um basically and okay. a trans to, and a... <laughs> to paraphrase it. <laughs> <laughs> the mom was saying that she didn't want to take her daughter on the vacation because she uh, was wanted to move out and live with her dad full time because she got grounded for normal teenage things. And the girl had some new political views that are unacceptable in the mom's home. And as I was I said that me, that makes me think the mom's like a crazy liberal. conservative. Yeah. And, you know, and the kid's a liberal. liberal. Come to find out the daughter's a racist, transphobic, is racist and transphobic against her uh, sister that okay. just came out. I and, gotcha. then, and then I said that the uh, the normal teenage stuff was smoking weed, skipping class, staying out late, stuff like that. Yeah, so I mean the the the, the racism and the transphobia is yeah. obviously an asshole move. Um, mom, 
being all you can't have an opinion in my house is a little bit of a geriatric move. I think it's just because there's a trans kid in the house. Yeah. I mean, I don't want to like speak for the stranger on the internet, but yeah, well, you know, it's not like they're ever gonna know. Yeah, um, yeah, that's a toughie, and I and I already heard you know you guys pretty much having a split decision on that. I kind of um, agree that she's a bit of an asshole, but also not. So, it's, so yeah, I mean, so it just depends on how old school and uh, you know your mindset is as far as household rules go. Well, I think um, it's her reasoning, like Josh and, said. Well, just yeah, but just in and that in and out of itself comes back to the whole my house my rules gig, which you know, I, whoever's name's on the mortgage has every right to feel that way. Um, you know, exercising it against your own children over pretty minuscule fucking things is a little extreme. Um, you know, it's not the end of the world, guys. It's uh. It's, it sounds like just family drama that's unnecessary and uncouth. Yeah, but I mean, telling telling the kid you're not going on vacation because you don't stay here enough isn't going to fix the relationship at all. It's not going to make no, her want to stay spite. there anymore. That's yeah. just spite. That's that's not constructive whatsoever. Um, I think everyone plays a little bit of both roles in this scenario. Um, everyone has. Uh, you know, a, a foot in the asshole door and a foot in the not asshole door. And just, get your foot out of my asshole. It sounds like a dysfunctional family. Yeah. Look at us, well-rounded individuals with complex opinions on things that are irrelevant. Yeah, it's quite completely irrelevant. And we boys ready do a great trivia? job. Yeah, let's do a quick round. Uh, boys, we are rushing on two hours really quick. So. Let's we, haven't been to, we haven't been to hey an hour for each week we didn't record. i was just about to say i know we haven't been we haven't been on on camera for the last two weeks but we sure did make up for it on this on this podcast that's good i like it i like it i like it i gotta get up in uh about six hours to go it'll be, it'll be fine cover myself in in concrete dust. so it sounds like you're not gonna play games with us oh that's a big hard that's no buddy that's a that's a Texas size 10 zero. <laughs> Nick, you're going to tell me the same thing? Yeah, oh, yeah. It's it's 1230. Yeah. I've, unfortunately, I've got a child who's <laughs> only stable for the time being. Uh, we'll see what happens. So. Okay. I'm glad that it's on record that you guys don't like me. I'm glad that all of our viewers can hear. Me too. So when you see my name in the newspaper, okay, <laughs> you know whose fucking fault it was. Okay. <laughs> So this is my reason one through seven the other one is uh, <laughs> eight through 13 no it's fine i'll just play some more single player games by myself good you know, look in inwardly for once and it's not good. seek my joy outwardly okay it's good for, you it's can good pay you. you can pay a therapist if you'd like we've discussed I'll that just, this I'll evening. Just get that validation. validation get that validation get i'll trauma validation. dump on strangers all right. um, is that what you've been doing the last few weeks all right boys yeah. listen up uh <laughs> we're gonna run a as i like to call it a blitz style trivia um three first to three wins if you miss one you can steal vice versa coin flip tyler you won last josh will go first um first question here we go what punctuation mark ends an imperative sentence <laughs> did you say did you say imperial system 
No. What <laughs> punctuation uh, mark? Imperative. Imperative. Uh, exclamation point. There you go. One for Josh. I would have said period. I was thinking imperative <laughs> means factual. All right. So I'm totally not asking this question, but one of the questions is, is who named the Pacific Ocean? And I'm like, what? Oh, Roger Ooh. Pacific, obviously. No. <laughs> he said obviously not. <laughs> Nathaniel Pacific the third. Christopher Pacific Columbus. <laughs> didn't he go didn't he sail the other sea? The other ocean? All right, um, Tyler. What? What is the name of the biggest technology company in South Korea? In South Korea, the biggest technology company in South Korea. Hip hop. It is. I know this one. It's Intel. Now Google, dude. dude Intel. <laughs> Intel's America, bro. Stop it. <laughs> uh, uh, Josh, it's uh, your steel, buddy. Go. Oh, big guy. I have no idea. Sony. Sony's America, probably. Yeah, that's too. Japan. You Japan. know, that, that's a that's a good guess, man. It's Asia, nonetheless. Uh, Samsung. Oh, okay. Wow, I have one of those. <laughs> wow, brand drop. Not sponsored. All right. <laughs> Yet. <laughs> if all no, 15 not... of you listen to this 12,000 times, we'll get there, I promise. All right, Josh, it's your actual turn now. I just went. <laughs> wow, these are some tough questions. One, um, Daddy. What is the common name for dried pumps? What? prunes yeah there you go good job why do you know so many i have things? no idea <laughs> tyler what was the first soft drink in space oh, oh this is easy. Was coke right coca-cola that's right Coca yeah. coli the monkey All drank right. it so it's two one <laughs> josh with the lead josh this could be the winning question i hope so i'm tired what TV series showed the first interracial kiss on American network television? Damn it. You said TV series and I thought Brady Bunch. But I know that's not right. 100%. It's <laughs> not Bunch. right. Um, you said interracial kiss? Yep. First time on American network television. Damn, I... There's a lot of guesses out there, too. I mean, Yeah, I'm going to go with... Um... Mr. Rogers. <laughs> <laughs> Pee-wee's Playhouse. <laughs> Um, official guess is going to be, um, uh, if you think about it, it makes a lot of sense. No, that made my guess irrelevant. <laughs> <laughs> it makes a lot of sense. Are you kidding me? Bachelor? <laughs> no. Okay. Yeah. Tyler, you got it. I love guess. Lucy. Well, come on. A real guess. <laughs> no, that was really my guess. No, it's only a no. old okay. TV show. I so this is, this is the reason why I say it actually makes, it kind of makes sense. It's actually Star Trek and Star Trek has a lot of aliens and shit and, you know, oh. other species. So Star for, Trek. for there to be a uh, interracial kiss uh, on that show actually is not too shocking for me, I guess. All right. Sorry. I am not a virgin. I wouldn't know that. Tyler, it's your actual turn. <laughs> Score remains two. Um, Tie it up, big boy. Tyler, which member of the Beatles married Yoko Ono? Oh, no. What the fuck is this? John Lennon. <laughs> yeah, there you go. The main one. Two the main to two. One. <laughs> the one that was shot in front of his apartment building by a fan. Oh, that, that one's too easy. I'm so excited. My gun is about to explode. <laughs> Can I have your address? Thanks. I'll be back to kill you later. <laughs> or your autograph. Thanks. I'll be back to kill you later. <laughs> 
Here's a fun one. You ought to grab this bullet, please. All right, Josh. Uh, When Walt Disney was a child, which character did he play in his school function? There's just which character? Is there a generic? Do you have like multiple choice? You know, no. it's, you know it's not a Disney character because he thought of all those. <laughs> That's not true. All of Disney is based off of existing stories. Oh. Everything from Cinderella to Peter Pan was You're all before me Disney. Encanto is not original content. <laughs> I just watched that for the first time tonight. It's Holy baller. shit. It's, it's so a good. Full of bangers. So fucking good. Almost, almost cried at the end, but it was so good. I can feel the gay seeping through my fucking screen <laughs> listen, right now. Listen, that song Two or Two Guys, the butter. Mm. Yes, I like. So we good. don't talk about Bruno. So. Uh, that's that's my good least song. favorite. I like the... um, Under Pressure is really yeah, good. Yeah, that one. Whew. Fire. Um, okay. Hey, hey, what quick, quick, quick question on that? Yeah. The bandits that ride into town before Boiler makes the wall or whatever. Yes. You think they were funded by the U.S. government or not? One hundred percent. Yep. One hundred percent. They were colonizing. Uh, you you know that was never mind. Uh, that's for a whole other show. <laughs> Last question. <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, Peter Pan. Yeah. Well, good job. Oh shit! Really? That was it. Fuck yeah! <laughs> world, guess, bro. I was gonna guess Tarzan. Tarzan. I was gonna go honestly. Yeah. I was gonna go like original Disney, like the Hitler and. You know, so just, you, just, the most just racist go, character. Just go back, go back. You know, yeah. and uh, I went with Peter Pan. Nice. Yeah, he he played Peter Pan. So good job, you ones. I win. Tight tight I game. Win. Good job, fellas. Tight yeah, game, just I'm like my butt. Uh, I right. can attest that's not true. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, this was a great time. I am so tired, and I have to work the whole weekend. I will see you boys next week, same time. Hashtag three day weekend. I'll be here. Uh, no, it's not next. I have to go back to work. I have to said, go back to work on Monday. He said, "Ew, you have a three day weekend. Like it's disgusting. <laughs> Fuck you. I'm excited. You have a three day weekend. You get President's Day off. Yeah, bro. I work for a progressive company. We even got MLK Day off." I have to work Sunday and Monday. What the? I work for a financial institution, and I literally have to work. Which is literally the definition of a non-progressive entity. (laughs) Mine makes sense. The animals don't know it's President's Day. They're still going to be hungry. So we still got to make the feed. You know, unfortunately for some people at my job, they're still going to have to be there because the plants don't care that it's President's Day either. So Did you just take Monday off then? Uh, I mean, I my department doesn't do anything with the plant until it's already been chopped down and has been dead and drying for a while. So, yeah, I'm taking the day off. Hey, it's that's, pay, it's hey, paid that's for. the same. You could say the same thing about working in the lumber yard. <laughs> the lumber doesn't sleep. Hey, uh, <laughs> no, speaking I... of lumber, what kind of lumber do I need? Plywood do I need for my uh, my floor? Three quarter inch tongue and groove. Do not buy advanced tech. It's paying the ass a load. Okay, but listen, it's, yeah. it's $65 a, a sheet right now. It shouldn't yeah, be. It's it's bad. <laughs> Lumber is bad right now. now they now, can't get across the out. border from Canada, doofus. <laughs> <laughs> now, hear me out. I found this this OSB, which is half an inch. No. It, no. Okay. Three-quarter, buddy. Got to be that three-quarter. That's um, a lot of money for some You will some fail. I can get... You will you will fail an inspection overnight if you waste all your money on half inch. Um, 
that shit's for your roof. That ain't that ain't for your fucking floors. <laughs> you be you be sticking your foot through the floor on that shit. And now we're a lumber podcast. How about those tongue and groove boards? Am I Welcome. Right? <laughs> Let me explain EWPs to you, which stands for Wood Engineered Products. Welcome. Um, I bought my first like an uh, LVL. LVL. Yes, like I an just LVL. bought my first LVL beam. Are you making a header? Uh, I yeah yeah. Or are you uh, using it as a B a support beam, multi-use? So I'm I'm creating a header um, that's going to span the length of a wall. So my house is yes. split up into four uh, quadrants, and mm-hmm. then basically you have a support wall that goes down it. So in order to expand the kitchen, I'm knocking down a whole wall and putting up a uh, 10-foot um, LVL beam. That goes across to uh, allow more flow through the house. I'm yeah, pretty excited. I had to go. Uh, did you go to Boise to get it? No. LVL is a. I bought it from a superior load bearing product. Um, yeah. Okay. I'm sorry. Check out the socials, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> the Facebook page and the TikTok and all that. Uh, we'll talk about lumber next week. Thanks for joining us this week. It was great talking to you guys. Bye-bye. Good night.